This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like, if casual and cool, had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. Happy Friday. Welcome back to the WOMED. Jack is a little under the weather, I think. I feel like it's coming. I feel like it's coming for me. It, it probably is. The like crud. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can feel it. Like I feel it in my, it, it's not COVID. So that's good. I'm really sorry for everyone that has to like deal with my voice. You could actually kind of hear it last episode with Dr. Playforth. I like was yeah. listening to our episode today and I was like, ooh, honey, he kind of started like, you, you didn't sound so it's, good in that episode. So like here. It's like Phoebe's hot phlegm. Do you remember that episode? Of friends, <laughs> where she's hanging I her mean, head out like, the window trying to stay sick. <laughs> yeah, there's like a stage of the cold where your voice is like really raspy and hot, but like I don't think I'm there yet. Like I'm still kind of in the stuffed up, like sore throat mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. So sorry you have to deal with my voice, but it was worth it. The world just really, the universe had to like bring me back down because we were on <laughs> such a high. So the universe is like, bitch, you are like, you're just, you're, you're, you're killing it at life. We got to just like bring you back down just for like a second. Just like a just little, a little smidge. Way. Just so you rest. Yeah. This is a really exciting episode because we just got back from DC. And as promised with our episode with Abby from Impact and Healthcare, two episodes or three episodes ago, we have just returned and we are going to fill you in on everything DC. So, Danny, first question. How were you feeling? Like were you nervous? Have you ever been to DC? Have you ever advocated like this before? How what what were we feeling going in? Um, I think we were both A didn't know what to expect. I'd never been to DC before. You'd never been to DC before, which That for me is very exciting to travel to new places with you like Mallorca. And then we got to go to DC together. And that was a first. I think I was I was so nervous. I thought we were going to do these meetings with the reps like one on one. And that just felt so scary to me that like, yes, I know like I can speak into like personal experience as a bedside nurse. But I can't speak into everything about like bills, right? I don't know how all this works. This is like my first time advocating like this. And A, I didn't know that you could just 
walk into the Capitol or not the Capitol, but like the um, state representatives, the Congress offices or the congressional offices. Like there's there's like three different buildings and you go go through security and you can just knock on doors. You just knock on knock on their doors. It's like <laughs> it's just <laughs> knock knock. It is just wild to me. You would think that yes, I get their public servants, but you can literally just walk in there to their office. And I feel like especially after January 6th that there would be like there would be more security on that, but I uh, I wish you could see my face right now. My, I am the emoji. I am the hands up, like, I don't know, emoji. It was wild to me. That like really blew my mind that we literally could just walk up to these offices and give out information, give our little spiels. And like, that's where our representatives actually were. I could not agree more. That part shocked me. I thought for sure, like you had to go through like different levels of security to make sure that you had a meeting scheduled. And if you didn't, then you just had to like kind of turn around. I had no idea what to expect. So I don't think that I was, I was not nervous until we like physically walked into the building and realized like, oh, wait, like this is actually, (laughs) this is really serious what we're doing. Yeah. Like, I think it didn't hit me until we were like literally walking into these Congress buildings where all the offices were. And we knocked on the first door and they opened the door and we were greeted by all of these different staffers. And it's like, all right, this is your moment. This is your like elevator pitch. And if you fuck up what you're saying, like it could it could mean this congressperson getting behind what you're wanting to do and co-sponsoring this bill that you're trying to get through. Or you can make yourself look like a silly goose and they just smile politely and close the door and don't think about your what you're advocating for ever again. So exactly. I don't think I realized like how important every second you have with these congressmen or women or their staffers, whoever you're talking to. I don't think I realized like the pressure until we got there. And I think that made me even more nervous. Usually I'm pretty chill, like public speaking. I think I've just gotten so used to it with teaching, like having to lecture in front of hundreds of students. I still get a little bit nervous, but like I've gotten pretty comfortable with public speaking. But I was like a hot mess express in this situation, you guys. And Danny had to cover for me so many times like I would just start talking and next thing you know I'm like word vomiting I am not making any sense I'm like fumbling my damn words and I was like I'm done like I I cut myself off at one point I'm like I'm not speaking anymore like Danielle tell you (laughs) you need to give yourself a bit more credit than that Mm, we can we can be honest here it was not my (laughs) I have a lot of strengths in life (laughs) this is not one of them (laughs) I feel like I only shown when We decided to go to Cori Bush's office and more on that later. But (laughs) I was so nervous with that first meeting that we did. And I'm so grateful that we had, they broke up. There's like what, like 30, 40 of us there. Mm -hmm. About 30, I think. Yeah. And they broke us up into separate groups. And like each group had like someone 
affiliated with the bill, with impact in healthcare. And so we just kind of try to develop this like script, but like we're really going off of the leader, like our group leaders that had all the information and could like really recite all parts of the bill that we were advocating for. But I felt super intimidated by like the 20-something receptionists. And I don't know why. Because it's like we have, I've fucking been on TV. I've been on Fear Factor. I've told Ludacris to shut the fuck up while I was having like burning wax raining down on my body. Walking into a congresswoman's or like congressman's office and having someone at the front desk who literally has probably been reamed at by hundreds of constituents who are unhappy or happy just stare at you and be like, mm-hmm, like, what are we, mm-hmm, tell, tell me what you got to say. And it's just like, you know, <laughs> imposter syndrome at its mm-hmm. highest. We did have one really sweet office, though. And I think they were like super Republican, but they had a dog. They offered us Dr. Peppers. They offered us Cokes. <laughs> it was Halloween candy. I don't want to generalize, but overall, the, the Republican offices that we went to, the people were so nice. And I think like part of that is like that Southern hospitality of like, yeah. they're probably just like shaking their heads and in their mind, they're like, these girls blessing are so stupid. We're not going to do anything with their. They are literally any, blessing We're not going to do anything with this bill. Versus, like the Democrats that we went to, like were giving us, like they were giving us hard questions. Like they mm-hmm. were not messing around, which yeah. I respect and I appreciate. But like it was really funny, like going from state to state rep and being able mm-hmm. to compare just the overall vibe of the office and who's in the office and like what's on the walls and what pictures they have hanging up and like what slogans and posters they have hanging up. I will say, you know how, you know, we're healthcare workers, obviously. And so there's so many times that we watch healthcare TV shows and we're like, oh, it's not, it's nothing like that in person. It's not like that in the hospital at all. When we were walking around DC and like walking into these offices, I was like, I feel like Olivia Pope right now. Like, I feel like we are in the West Wing. Like, I want to know what is going on behind these closed doors. Like, at one point I told Danielle, I was like, I want to know how many affairs have happened in these closed, like, <gasps> no, in these, we were in both, these tiny we, little offices. <laughs> we both had that same thought. Every office has these long-ass comfy couches. And I'm just like, I was telling one of my friends, I was like, <laughs> I looked at Jack and I was like, how many people do you think have had sex on these couches? Yeah. How many? Yeah, it felt like like we were in a TV show, honestly. And, like, everyone was dressed to the nines, like, in their business casual, like, pantsuits and, Mm -hmm. like, their navy and their blacks. And, like, everyone was rushing around. And tons of of runway packages. So, like, we actually did see that. And I'm like, you know what? If I was in D.C., I'd be renting the runway, too. Every week. These Mm -hmm. girls, like, they are dressed. They are dressed to impress. I was really blown away. It was mm-hmm. very, very cool. I don't think I was expecting that. I, I think I was expecting it to not be as, and I'm sure like people that actually work on the Hill are like, it's not like the TV shows at all. It's totally different. I would like to stay naive and be like, we were just walking around like Olivia Pope. So <laughs> we were navigating the tunnels by the end of the day, going from building to building. It was great. I stopped like a congressman and I was like, hey, Thanks for helping. Here's our stuff. You know, I sounded way more eloquent than that, but you know. <laughs> yes. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I think our confidence definitely built throughout the day. And, you know, just to kind of catch everybody up, if you didn't listen to our episode with Abby from Impact and Healthcare a few episodes ago, highly recommend you go listen to that episode. But just to catch you up really quick. So Danny and I went to DC with the organization called Impact and Healthcare. It's a nonprofit. They're an interdisciplinary team, meaning they have doctors, nurses, nurse practitioners, farm residents, dietitians, all sorts of healthcare workers working together for this nonprofit. Um, to advocate for healthcare workers and for patients. So they have lots of different specialties within the organization on where they are spending their time and their resources. And so we specifically were going to advocate for workplace violence in healthcare settings. And in that episode, you know, we talk all about the statistics, how prevalent it is, why it's underreported, why it happens so much. But we were there specifically to talk about a specific bill. And again, I'm not going to keep going into this because you guys are going to witness me fumbling my words just like I was in D.C. So, Danny, why don't you take it over and just kind of educate everybody really quick on the actual legislation piece of it? Yes. So initially, this was a bill that passed the House. It had bipartisan support because who doesn't love their doctors and nurses? Um, but it did like die in the Senate for whatever reason. So it is being reintroduced. It is Bill HR 2663. It is the Workplace Violence Protection for Healthcare and Social Service Workers Act. So basically what they have to do now is they have someone, they have a senator who is co or a representative who is co-sponsoring this bill. And what we were essentially doing in D.C. by doing these drop-ins, doing these meetings, was to get more people to, like, co-sign more knowledge on the bill so that it had a better chance of getting through the House, which is going to be pretty freaking difficult until, I mean, at this point in recording, we do not have a Speaker of the House yet. So a lot of different things that lock much-needed bills and legislation from going through. but this bill specifically is targeted at workplace violence prevention. There is another bill that um, out there being proposed by the American Hospital Association that wants to impose um, like felony charges and incarcerate people causing like the work, like the violent situations. And we know as healthcare workers, a lot of the times these patients may not be in the right state of mind. It might be like a traumatic brain injury. And so that like, why are we going to incarcerate patients like that? That makes zero sense to me or charge those patients. What makes more sense, at least to Jack and I, is having preventative measures in place, like enough staff to like go in on patients who are maybe more combative, who are um, at risk to cause some sort of violence. There'd be tracking systems in place for like repeat offenders, more security, like a panic button, doors that freaking lock. I, one of the um, 
our leader, Anna, for like our group was talking about how even simply having like a tracking system for like our home health workers who are going into people's homes or like a follow-up safety call if like they're still at this house, like their position hasn't moved, just to have that like extra measure of safety for healthcare workers. So I would say overall, we had a lot of like all of our meetings, the representatives were like, yeah, we totally understand that like this is a problem. You know, some of them were like, man, I have... I." My whole family is like healthcare workers and I know they've gotten hit and punched and like kicked and stuff at work and, you know, really cared about taking the time to sit with us and listen with us. So that's kind of the rundown of this act that we are trying to get in place. And after this is pretty cool. We found out was it yesterday that we had like three or four new co-sponsors to the bill already, which is like no small feat. Like that's seeing change in like real time. And I thought that was very, very cool. I felt very proud of us. I was shocked. I I had no idea. Again, like going back to the fact that you and I have never done anything like this before. I was not expecting for we wake up the next morning and three or four new Congress members have already decided to co-sponsor this bill that's pretty Mm -hmm. freaking awesome and again like i said we're not super experienced i'm not you know i'm sure there are many other causes that take a long time to get backing um for it to feel like you're making a difference but overall i will say i think what i was blown away by the most was how receptive every single person we talked to in that building was to at least giving us the time to listen to our concerns ask a few questions and, and then kind of get back to us. Um, you know, they were willing to get, you know, send out their cards, their emails, Hey, follow up with us. And then to see some of these immediate results, like, wow, if I knew it was, I don't want to say like this easy because it was not easy. The gals over at impact put so much work behind this day of advocacy. There was so much planning, so many color coordinated spreadsheets to get us where we were Mm -hmm. going, but It is phenomenal to see what you can do when you have numbers and you organize and you just get shit done. I was, I'm so impressed. I think it helps too that like, it is like a bipartisan issue. Like hopefully, hopefully there's no like super conservative or super liberal viewpoint on keeping healthcare workers safe. I mean, I can't find one. Unless they just like really dig into like the financial um, aspects of it. But again, that's a whole other aspect of this bill where like, yeah, it would be like a large upfront cost, but it's going to save healthcare systems so much time overall by like being able to have safety measures in place to retain staff, to treat staff, to keep them safe. Very pumped about that. Um, I just wish, you know, things like (laughs) gun safety could be passed. A lot more easy. Yeah. But I want to switch gears. I want to tell a really funny story. Amazing story. I'm probably going to sweat starting to talk about this again. We're in D.C. And we're like walking down these halls. We are seeing well-known names in law, capital, in politics. And Jack gets in her head and she's like, 
oh my God, AOC's office is in this building. I'm like, Jack, you have to like, you have to go up and give your card. You have to like try and pitch. Like we need a right healer's jacket on AOC. Like that needs to happen. You have been working on manifesting that for so long. And I was just like, yes, no, like, please go. Like we have some time, please go do that. And you came back down. You're like, I've got the card, like communications team, like, oh, it's going to happen. I was like, oh yeah, that's amazing. And then we find ourselves back up on her floor doing some drop-ins to some other um, people on that floor. And you're on your phone. It is literally Jack, Anna, and I in this hallway. And out walks AOC. And it took me a second to register. And I was like, Jack, Jack, Jack. And you look up and we both lost our minds. We like were our not jaws cool. literally dropped. Like our jaws dropped. Like I know they say that's an, that's an expression. No, no, no. Like in real time, Danny grabbed my arm. We look up, our jaws dropped to the floor and we stopped walking. Like AOC was walking alone towards us and we just like stopped in our tracks. And I think that that's why she came up to us is because it was so obvious that we were like paralyzed. Like we were like, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Like this was Danny and I. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. AOC. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, truly. Like we could not form actual sentences until it was like you started talking and you were like, oh, I was just up in your office. Like I, I got your contact. And I was like, she's a great artist. <laughs> Danny's in the background just like, Jackie's so talented. She's a talented painter and graphic designer. And like, you should totally work with her. <laughs> and next thing, like I blacked out. So next thing, next thing I know, remember is like her arm is physically around me, hugging me. For a fo- for a selfie like video, which and she photo. asked, she's like, yeah, yeah. Well, first she's like, "What are you guys here advocating for?" And like, took the time to like listen to us. We were talking about that. Like, we had conversations with with AOC, and and then she's like, "Oh, that's so amazing!" Like, she took our information, and then she's like, "Do you guys want a picture?" And we're like, "Yes." <laughs> Thank you for asking. Oh my god! I I feel like she probably turned around while we were walking away, and we were literally just still like, yeah, not moving, just like in shock, sweating. She easily, she easily could have just like waved to us, "Hey guys, how are you doing? Like, have a great day. Like, sorry, I can't chat. Like, I'm on." They were literally doing, but no, they were trying to vote on like the speaker of the house. Like, everyone had shit to do that day. Yeah, that is what she literally was on her way to go do. And she took the time. Like, this is one of, like, this is what makes me so, so, so happy because there is nothing more disappointing than meeting someone in real life that you just, like, idolize. And I I don't use that word a lot, but there are certain Mm -hmm. people I think that, like, I have idolized and just really look up to and just really admire. And she is one of them. And so to meet her in person and her lip, not just live up, but surpass those expectations of she went out of her way to ask us what we were advocating for. She played, she was so cool down to earth. Like it was literally like we were just having a conversation with a friend. And then I think she knew that we wanted a photo, you know, took the time to take multiple photos because the lighting was not good the first time. She was so cool. So like, just so genuine. It was just the interaction could not have gone better. Truly. It was amazing. I'm like, my life is made. My life is made.
we meet AOC, and then we're like, why did we not, A, pitch her for the podcast, but then we're like, wait, Cori Bush's office is here. And Jack and I get a wild hair, and we're like, okay, um, we have drop-ins in this building. Let's go find Cori Bush's building and see if we can, like, because you can just do that again. It's wild. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, we get to Cori Bush's office. And we see her name on the door. And I just start, like, bowing <laughs> to the door. And her healthcare staffer is, like, walking up the hallway. And she's like, uh, can I help you guys? <laughs> just, Which, like, again, the, so chances that, the chances that one AOC just happened to be walking down the hall at the same time, the chances that we were just like loitering outside of Cori Bush's office because we didn't even know, like we were so nervous to go in and mm-hmm. her, like you said, her health staffer. So they have different, they have different um, people working for them. So like each representative congressperson has like a health staffer, has a media staffer, has a, some other like assistant right. PR person, like, their chief yeah. of staff. Like they have a mm-hmm. whole team, they have a team obviously. Yeah. yeah. And so it was her, health staffer that just happened mm-hmm. to just be like y'all okay like what <laughs> and danielle's like i'm videoing danny bowing in front of her side like we're such so embarrassing dirt. so like, embarrassing. Ho- yeah but they kindly offered us to come in and yes. sit down for a little chat Yes. And they're like, okay, so like, what are you guys here advocating for? I was like, we're advocating for this. Um, but also Jack and I have a top rated uh, medical podcast and Cori Bush's, or <laughs> I was nicer than that, um, or more official. I was like, the Congresswoman has been our dream guest for years and we're here advocating. And we just thought that like, shoot our shot and like, see if we could talk to someone about getting her on the podcast. And the health staffer was literally like, yeah, sounds like a great idea. Let me go grab the communications team. And it wasn't like, mm-hmm, yeah, we'll take a look at this. And like, then they throw it away as soon as they leave. It was not like that at all. And we met the like the communications department. Now Jack and I are like, shit, we got to put together a really super professional pitch of like questions and stuff to, to bring. And low-key, me discussing this right now, I'm worried about them listening back to this and being like, uh... Will they be chill enough to have the congresswoman on the pod? But truly, I think we can we can rein it in. We can be professional. We will fangirl for like a second, which hopefully the congresswoman will appreciate because she's doing such amazing and wonderful work for her constituency. And uh, I would totally vote for her for president. Um, I would love to call her Madam President one day. I think that would be awesome. Jack and I will be your campaign ma- managers. Um, you never know. Could be cool. You never know. Could be cool. Honestly. No, but she she has been such a dream guest as a one of the only two. Well, there's two nurses that are sitting um, actively in Congress, and she's mm-hmm. one of them. And she just is such an inspiration. We know there needs to be more nurses, more healthcare workers in Congress. So it is just oh my gosh, talk about manifesting! Like I don't know how many times we have manifested this. So mm-hmm. here we are. Um, obviously, we will keep you all posted on that because that was (laughs) that was for sure one of the highlights as well of the trip Mm -hmm. so what happens now is kind of i feel like what we both have been thinking you know we've been kind of debriefing together but 
Um, we are also debriefing with the impact and healthcare team, and we will be following up with um, our representatives that we spoke to, um, just thanking them for their time and also um, encouraging them to, you know, hopefully talk to more of their coworkers to sign up on this bill and get it through uh, the House, through the Senate, get it signed sealed, delivered to the people of the United States and the healthcare workers that deserve more protection and um, safety in the workplace. Which, you know, if we have safe staffing, um, that's what a lot of the strikes are about right now anyways. So Mm -hmm. we can Mm -hmm. help to cover some things here. If you listen to this episode and you are just so bummed that you missed out, I don't blame you because, like, it was probably the best 24 hours that Danny and I have had in a long time. But Truly. if you really are bummed that you missed out, two things to do for you. First, I would go over to Impact in Healthcare on Instagram um, and sign up for their newsletter to get regular information. Anyone, truly anyone in healthcare, could have come to this event. So stay tuned to all of their announcements. I'm sure they're going to be organizing more events in DC in the future. But two, you can also head to Impact in Healthcare, go to their Instagram, their website, and go to all the information about talking to your representative because you do not have to be in DC to talk to your representative or one of their staffers. You can schedule a virtual meeting to meet with them online. And there's all of the resources available to help you prepare for that virtual meeting. Make sure you are heard in your district, and hopefully we can get more co-sponsors on this bill. Uh, Jack, I don't know about you, but I actually had a ton of people DMing me about how to get involved, too. So I'm so glad you shared those resources. And I had even more people sharing stories, like their own personal stories of workplace violence. And um, wow. And like ones that like friends and family have experienced as well. So if you're listening to this right now, like I hear you, I saw the message. I just, it's such a heavy topic that I truly don't have the emotional bandwidth to respond to all of them. Um, and that's just like a Danielle's, uh, Danielle's DMS. I think have also been a little spicy lately for a lot of different reasons. So (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no comment. Um, but like Jack said, um, impact in healthcare and Instagram is just that at impact in healthcare and their website is impactinhealthcare.org. Make your voice heard. Um, it truly was ridiculously insane to walk into the buildings and just knock on doors, um, and, and meet with someone. Um, you also have the ability, like if you live in DC to, um, organize a meeting. Um, if you just want to see them, uh, or speak to your representative in your home district, like you can do that too. Like there are ways to set up meetings with your, uh, representative. So you know what to do, like trust your voice. Um, your voice is stronger than you think it is. Um, Jack and I both experienced that collectively once we started speaking and talking about our experiences and what we know. Every like, rate, review, uh, follow along or subscribe to the WOMED wherever you listen to podcasts truly helps us out so much. Jack and I will see you next week. WOMED out. Out.